0: Happy holidays! It's time again for the 2023 ACB Holiday Auction. Come join your ACB friends on Zoom or ACB Media Sunday, November 26th at 6 p.m. Eastern for an evening of fun and fundraising for ACB. There'll be a wide variety of items for your bidding pleasure, including jewelry, collectibles, crafts, technology, gift cards, and those ever-popular baked items. All proceeds will go to support the work of ACB Media. If you want to get an early start on things, you can bid on items presented in the Sneak a peak appetizer auction Friday and Saturday, November 24th and 25th. Watch your email for more details, or you can email Leslie Spoon at Leslie Spoon at CFL.r.com. We'll see you at the auction November 26th. Happy bidding.
1: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
2: Welcome in, take my hand, say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends.
3: Welcome in, everyone, to Visibilities on Friday evening, November 17th, 2023. It's my absolute pleasure to bring to you tonight our foodies, and our wine expert. This is one of our most popular calls every year. Actually, every season that they come on. Um, It's one of the most fun calls that we have. And I want to welcome all of you. But I especially want to uh, welcome... Okay, all set. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, I especially want to welcome and thank Larry Gassman, who streams us every week and puts our podcast up, and Desi for uh, Desi Noller for hosting for me this evening. Um, Desi was said she was very anxious to do this call tonight. Because this is always such a fun call, and before, so I'm not going to tie up any more time. I will tell you that next uh, next Friday night, the day after Thanksgiving, Leslie will be on to tell us a little bit more about, especially the appetizer auction, because it'll be going on at that time. And, but more than anything. We're going to be doing a call, additionally, on food. It's Trust me, I'm the one that's doing it, and I am not the foodie that our foodies of tonight are. Uh, on the other hand, recently, we've had a couple of calls on Community where Zelda Gebhardt did some things that were growing in her garden um, when it became the se- season for them. One of them she did was on asparagus. And the other one more recently was on Beats. And the two of them have, were incredibly popular and have had a gazillion people asking for the recordings from them and all of that. So I am, though I do not have a bog in my backyard, I am going to be doing next Friday night what to do with leftovers from next Thursday but especially as far as cranberries are concerned. And one of the first question on the announcement of next week is what does terry and cranberries have in common? So that's going to be the the trivia question, I guess, for next week. So I just wanted to get that in. And now let's get to the real serious food people and wine men, namely Gabriel Lopez Cafati. And I Jason Castingay I and Penny Reeder. Jason and Penny always come up with some great ideas as far as foods for the holidays, whether it's uh, uh, side dishes for your Thanksgiving dinner, or uh, treats and snack foods for the football games, or uh the Christmas Eve munchies. They will come up with it's it's just amazing what a great job they can do. And so um uh, I'm going to welcome them and later on, if any of you have some good ideas, please feel free to join in. You can raise your hand and as will um, acknowledge you. But for now, welcome Jason and Penny.
1: Thank you so much, Terry. Great to be here.
3: It's always a pleasure to have you, Jason.
1: <laughs> and I can't wait to hear from Penny and all the great ideas and, and from Gabriel. And I know it's gonna, I, it's always a great call. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you
3: stop by giving us um, some ideas of what you're planning to to Enjoy over the next month or two
1: well um I for Thanksgiving I love my turkey I gotta have turkey or it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving I don't know why that is um but Ron is not I mean he doesn't dislike turkey but he likes other choices so I'm probably gonna get some ham in the mix so to speak <laughs> and <laughs> um I also would like to try um I haven't actually done this myself yet, but one of the things my mother would do was she would make uh in French it's called tourtière, which is I guess roughly translated a uh meat pie. But it's ah, not uh, yes, I know but, it well. It's very mm-hmm. French Canadian and it's um it's a savory type of pie. It's not sweet. And it's got, you know, your mix of beef and pork, you know, ground beef and ground pork and cloves and allspice and um, different variations depending on where you go. Some use potato in it. My mother never did that, Um, but onion, and um, you just get all these flavors blending together with with all of that, and it ends up... um, being it's supposed to be a main course but we always took a slice <laughs> of meat pie with the turkey and you know the veggies and the mashed potato and everything else that went along with it so we kind of ate um <laughs> uh gluttonously <laughs> um <laughs>
4: You know, uh-huh. Jason, I, 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 still, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about wine yet, but I have to jump in because oh, it yeah. caught my attention that um, in Latin America, um, the turkey stuffing is uh, actually um, based is is based on uh, ground, a combination of ground pork and ground beef with you know uh-huh. certain other stuff, olives. Um carrot, celery, potatoes, some people do raisins. but um, it caught my attention that that you know the stuffing in in Latin America for turkey is or or you know when they do um like a stuffed chicken as well, they do the that that exact kind of recipe that you just mentioned for the meat pie.
1: oh, that sounds delicious for the for the stuffing too, though i I love stuffing, but I tend not to like. Like the real bready kind of stuffing. I mean, it's okay. I'll eat it. It's it's yummy, and the spices vary, and all that. But I like the stuffing my mother always made was was um, also a little more uh, meat and vegetable base. It, It's mm. It had bread in it, like breadcrumb type bread, but not not actual hunks of bread. And um, and you know sometimes. You know, certainly the green bean casserole type thing. That's one of my favorites. I love that with the French fried onions and the, <laughs> you know, the cream of mushroom and all that good stuff. But I also <laughs> love <laughs> sometimes my mother would just fill a casserole dish with um, Brussels sprouts and carrots and, um, other kinds of vegetables whatever she kind of felt like doing and um you know just uh, brushing them with olive oil and and salt and pepper and things and just roasting and so it was like this this mixed roast of of different vegetables that went along with the potato she wasn't so big on sweet potato but um I don't know, by the time I get mashed potato and sweet potato and the veggies and the meat pie.
0: (laughs) And the rolls. Don't forget the rolls.
1: Oh, yes, the rolls. How could I forget? (laughs) And then there's the pie for dessert. (laughs) Yes, the pie. And there might be multiple pies. And I could go with those pies. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I'm already
0: full. (laughs) I know.
1: Me too.
0: I saw a recipe from somewhere. Um. You know, I I read all the food blogs, um, mm. and they, um, they, I think that I think it was one of the chefs on like the Food Network or something. Anyway, he he stuffed the bird with foie gras, and oh. so oh my god, oh. They would you, but it would Love be so it. delicious.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Mm. So, um, wow. So, Jason, do you see your mom at Thanksgiving, or will you see
1: her at Christmas? Um, I'll probably see her in between or at Christmas, but Thanksgiving. I think we've each got our separate plans or, or right. whatever. Um, and so I'm going to have my, my hand at doing everything at home. Um, I've done some bits of it before and brought stuff over. Um, Good so for you. That's great. It, nice. <laughs> it's fun, but it's it's a little stressful because I never.
2: <laughs> I always
1: feel like I'm not perfect when it comes to like. Transporting and keeping everything—I don't know—just the way I just just perfectly, um, you know.
0: We we all feel that way, Jason. It doesn't matter how okay, many good. years you've been doing it. You know, it's, <laughs> are you going to try the meat pie? You know, Terry makes that meat pie.
3: Oh, okay. I do. My mother-in-law always made it. My mother-in-law's family was uh, French Canadian. Uh, One of the things that I that we put in is a good bit of cinnamon as well oh
0: yeah i've never yes. tried cloves no. No. in it
3: but i've never tried putting clothes in that sounds mm-hmm. good too
0: and your sense and, says she, and
3: yeah, she would right? make it with
1: potatoes she made it with potato yes yep yep my aunt did too but my mother didn't do that she whatever reason didn't like that i don't mind it either way um but my mother would um would do the allspice and the clove and mm-hmm. my my aunt would add some other things and then my mother would go oh she did blah blah blah, blah and did this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> family <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like my mom
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well oh, i'm
0: I I not ready. to be like that you know i i really try not to be like that i try to be very <laughs> welcoming I, of, I, couldn't of innovation you, I
4: couldn't picture you being like that benny <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: oh you could but i i really do really i work really hard at it we're going to yeah. have i just counted us up and we're going to have <laughs> nine adults and a new baby and a 2-year-old so
1: oh
4: yes. and we're well, and Frank and I
3: know. and Frank and I are fortunate enough to be part of those nine absolutely. adults absolutely yeah. oh
4: nice lucky mm-hmm. lucky, so lucky we will be over there
3: for perfect. we'll be over there enjoying penny's uh Thanksgiving dinner. She makes world renowned jerky. Nice <laughs> uh, you know, Gabriel, I have to tell you a funny one. Um, I have a friend who was here today. Um, Penny knows Lesbia was here today. She is. Uh, she we, She was asking me what we were doing for Thanksgiving, and I said that we were going to Penny's because she knows her, and. Mm-hmm. I, and so I said, What are you doing? She and she's from Guatemala originally. Mm-hmm. She and her sister are making, get this, 37 hens. What wow. Thanksgiving?
0: <laughs> how, many people, how many people in the whole community? Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Do you know <laughs> your
2: yeah. Yeah. She and her sister are
0: going to be doing? cooking.
4: <laughs>
3: They're going to probably be Tuesday, probably Wednesday, the, and Thursday. Thirty-seven. Probably they're going to do
4: that stuffing that I, you know, that's that I exactly
3: was, what made me think of it. I'm, I'll bet she <laughs> will be yes. doing the stuffing very similar to the <laughs> way you you, met, to uh, way you mentioned. Wow. Well, sounds- I
4: wanted to ask Penny and Jason uh, to let me know whenever you want me to jump in with any recommendation for pairings because this year I am uh, I I am very innovative. I'm oh, feeling good. good. Oh, good. Let's
3: hear some <laughs> oh, innovations. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> so, so I would recommend, I always love to start a holiday meal or Thanksgiving meal with, um, you know, I'm pretty sure we all start with hors d'oeuvres. So I always like to start uh, hors d'oeuvres with either a sparkling wine or a white wine. I am in love with a uh, white wine that I feel is going to be very popular, and it is a grape that we haven't talked much about. Um, it's a Chenin Blanc, and Chenin Blanc is um, it's a very well balanced grape, so it will go well with cheeses, uh, cold cuts, with dips, veggies, uh, even with fruits like a fruit and cheese platter. It will go beautiful because the Chenin Blanc is. Uh, very zesty, but has a very straightforward, uh, it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't move your palate either way. So it mm-hmm. kind of keeps you grounded with, with, with your hors d'oeuvres and as you are um, getting ready for the main course. So that's, that's my recommendation to start is it, off.
0: Is it bubbly?
4: No, a Chenin Blanc yeah, is I just a still wine. Still one. Yeah. Yes. It's from the Loire Valley. My my favorite, I mean Chenin Blanc uh, has been uh, tr- they you know many regions have tried to kind of replicate but uh, if you really want the real deal um a French from the Loire Valley is is the best way to go and it's not the the most you know <laughs> uh affordable wine but it's not crazy expensive. It ranges around the $20 figure
0: well, that's good for further for uh-huh. that's yeah. good yeah that's yeah. good that sounds
4: good mm. yeah well. now for for the for the meat pie that jason was talking about i would really really recommend a um shiraz from australia um mm. you know they it, there's this uh, winery in australia um called pedophore and Epitofor is surrounded by eucalyptus trees, so those oh. the, 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 those aromas of eucalyptus kind of uh, transfer into the grape, and then the Shiraz. Well, the, the good thing about the Shiraz is that it's really good to soak up uh, like grease from from meats. So if you have oh. like your your grease from 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 pork and from uh, ground beef, that Shiraz will go really well because it will balance. The um, the uh, you know, your palate it has a little bit of tannins. So, if you're not a fan of tannins, uh, you know, probably you won't like it. It's a little bit higher on the um alcohol content, it's 14.5, but uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But if you if you have relatives who who are gonna be visiting and you who you don't like, probably that would be a good (laughs) way to.
0: (laughs) <laughs> is that gonna uh, calm the atmosphere, or is there, uh, you know, hostility, <laughs> hostility up? <you> well, <know?
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> we're lucky; we we only have people who are going to be kind to one another at our table, so that's a good nice. thing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jason, have you made a turkey before?
1: I have been involved in helping make mm-hmm. one, but I've never made my own, so I'm a little nervous, but. Um, there was a woman on YouTube that I watched one time and she said, stop fussing, just put the turkey. Actually, she said a little more explicitly to be funny. She said, just put the beef turkey in the oven.
2: <laughs> you know what
4: I, you know what I, that I found, uh, I've never baked a turkey. My mom and Anthony and, you know, are the two people in my life who are in charge of turkey, but what I've noticed that makes a huge, huge difference is the brine. So yeah. you know, brining the turkey is is overnight. I noticed that it it, it, I, used to, uh, do it that.
0: And... I used to that. Uh, I used to see they put it in the in the like the liquid with the salt and stuff. But now I dry brine it, and so you just kind of coat it with a little bit of sugar and a lot of salt in the refrigerator, uncovered for two or three days, and it 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 works beautifully, and you don't have wow. to figure out where to find a a way to put a container full of brine in your refrigerator because mm-hmm. it takes up so <laughs> much space, you know? So um oh, yeah. so you just put it on a cookie sheet and then coat coat it with salt on the outside and put some on the inside and just leave it. Um I I I, le- I did last year I left it for two days and I've read you can leave it for as long as three. So um and it's it really makes it very flavorful. It's really good.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow now when you're baking it in the <laughs> oven are you- do you have it covered or, or is it exposed? No, it's have- exposed, just like when you roast a
0: chicken, you just throw it in there. And if you're mm-hmm. worried that it's browning too fast toward the mm-hmm. end, you can put a tent of aluminum foil over it. But I really, oh, I okay. always never do that. Mm-hmm. You okay. it, so you just stick it on a rack inside a great big pan. And I usually fill the cavity. Well, I I put butter on top of it and underneath the skin, I try to oh. pick up the skin and rub it with butter, and then mm-hmm. I uh, just fill the cavity with like an apple and an onion and some celery, and I put a, at least a cup, sometimes two, of wine mm-hmm. in the bottom of the roasting pan. It works. Oh, that's
3: what makes it so good, isn't
4: that it? Some <laughs> <the> wine, yeah. <laughs> well, so now that you mentioned that, Penny, I have a great recommendation. <clears throat> um, okay. I would I would like to hear what your thoughts are after the fact because um, I've been I've been listening a lot. Uh, so there's there's uh, an Italian wine that is very, very popular for cooking, which is a uh, Barolo wine. Uh, however, it's yeah. Barolo is, um, is is actually the the, you know, uh, denomination of origin. The uh, the actual grape is Miviolo. So the mebiolo grape um, is very, very strong. So it, it's very powerful, very aromatic. So a lot of people use it. Actually, that's I think that's that's the wine they use, Italians use to do the um, famous dish, Osobuco. Oh, yeah. But um, uh- I've been hearing that a lot of people are switching to mebiolo, to Barolo wine, to um, either um, brine or, or cook. Or bake the turkey, so
0: oh. that would
4: be my recommendation for this season. Try oh, a you know I can wine. find
0: it. That sounds cool. Yeah, I, you know what? I usually use the cheap wine from the box. That's what. I guess,
4: so. <laughs> well, I follow Rachel Ray's motto: if if I wouldn't drink it, I wouldn't cook with it. Oh, I I,
0: I, I, I agree. I, I this is the box wine that I drink, but it is cheaper. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you a question, Gabriel. Yeah. And that is um, Jason was saying that he's going to be doing some ham as well. Yes. What would you you recommend for a pairing with the ham?
4: You know, for the ham, actually, the Shiraz that I was mentioning earlier from Australia. I mean, Uh you could do any Shiraz, but definitely that one uh, in particular is very good. this this other this wine the you know the barolo if you're going to use just a cup to to cook you could definitely pair it with pork because Mm. uh pork is um you know it's 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 very you know it's you know especially if you do like a ham or if you do like a like a pork shoulder it's a lot of uh meat flavors and and some grease it's very marbled it's a very flavorful meat so so this um, Barolo wine would go really well. However, if you're going to have, because Jason mentioned that uh, ham is or, or, or the pork is just going to be an addition <laughs> to the table besides <laughs> the turkey. So I would have two recommendations for, for the table, which would be very versatile. And you could have, you know, if you're having both turkey and pork on the same plate, I would either go... As always, uh, you can't go wrong with a Pinot Noir. Uh, A Pinot Noir will blend very, very well with either turkey. I mean, Pinot Noir is my favorite wine to go with poultry. So Mm. Pinot Noir with turkey goes great, but Pinot Noir also goes well with pork. I would not do Pinot Noir with like a steak, but uh, I don't think many people eat steak during Thanksgiving anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So a Pinot Noir would, would go really well. Um, You know, we've been importing, the U.S. has been importing a lot of really good Pinot Noirs, very affordable Pinot Noirs from the Burgundy region in France, which is obviously the, you know, the cradle, the origin of Pinot Noirs. So if you can, you know, you probably will need to pay probably 4 or $5 more than what you would pay for a regular um, of the tax Oregon or California. Fear. Yeah, yeah. But but it's totally worth it for Thanksgiving or it's you know it's totally worth it for, for the holidays if, if you're if you're okay with that. If not a Pinot Noir from from Oregon will just go perfect.
0: Oh that's good. That's wow. good. that
4: is wow.
3: indeed. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask a favor here of Gabriel in okay. particular. In particular, but either one of you, uh Penny or Jason that wanna add to it. Could you write me out a bit of a list of some of these wines um, within the next few days, and I will post it to everyone on the visibilities email list. Oh, that'd be oh, great. Oh, I'll be happy to. Ooh. Yeah, if you could yeah. do that, that would be fabulous. Then. Yeah, and we haven't
4: even gotten into sparklings, which, which no, I, you we, know, those are my favorites for it's, the oh,
0: Are we We're having sparkling wine with our pie? <laughs> <eyes? laughs> <laughs>
3: That's so I'm thinking. Who's going to remember all of this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. So what
0: kind of pie are we having? Um, we're going to have um, we're going to have sweet potato and maybe pumpkin and maybe like mm. apple or pear. I don't know. We're definitely having mm. sweet potatoes because I have a whole ton of sweet potatoes from my CSA, so I need to use them. <laughs> Does that
3: mean you might even also make your sweet potato rolls?
0: oh yeah oh. she makes
3: she makes these sweet potato rolls that one could die for
0: <laughs> they are really good they're a oh. james, they're a james beard recipe and they're so easy to make and they're just delicious they really are good yeah I'm gonna do that on uh, I'm gonna make the dough on Sunday and then stick it in the freezer I think
1: mm. I was thinking I might oh. make a pecan pie because I I, oh, I, love, I pecan. love pecan pie mm. and and I, I love all the pies, <laughs> but I do love <laughs> the <on> pie, too. <laughs> and I love pumpkin pie, so I'm sure that'll be there, too.
0: I love pumpkin pie, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Our grocery
0: Thanks. store has, um, as a, like a seasonal special, pumpkin ice cream sandwiches, and they're really good. Yes,
4: <laughs> I saw them as well the other day with an Instagram, <laughs> and I saw them, and I was so tempted.
0: Oh, do try them. They're very good.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Has anyone played around with dates? Um, I remember growing up with lots of date bars and it's like. Oh, I love them. Mm. They're just so. At at
0: Christmas, I make these brownies. They're called fruitcake brownies and they have raisins Uh and dried cranberries and dates and apricots in them. And they are Mm. amazing. Amazing. And then you like put like a cream cheese frosting on top of them and cut them really, really small. They'll feed a lot of people. And they're so good. The dates Mm -hmm. are so sweet. Mm
4: -hmm. I can't promise that I'll get I can't promise that I'll get the recipe because even though she doesn't do it commercially, this uh a friend of my mom's back in Honduras, um, um Arab descent as well, she um used to bake um you know it was her business. Um, she did, she, especially decorating, she, she was, uh, she had a master's, um, degree from, from a famous school in France where she did, um, all of, all the wedding cakes, very oh, very God. elaborate wedding cakes. She did like entire cities.
2: Oh, <laughs> wow! wow.
4: yeah, gorgeous with lights and fountains with water, and it wow. was just, was it was just, it was just. I didn't, I, I was like, are you really are gonna cut that cake? I was like, <laughs> but anyway, one of the cakes that she did, um, one of the pies that she did for for the holidays, which she sold, was this um, dates uh date and nuts uh condensed milk infused pie. Oh my. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. Uh, oh yeah. To die
4: for. To die amazing. For. Oh. Yes. Oh that wow.
0: Sounds amazing. Yeah, and the British make all those puddings with dates and, and uh raisins and plums sometimes. Those are good. Oh, yeah. They're very sweet and really dense, like a fruit cake.
3: hmm I still have my mother's recipe for date nut bread. That was always one of her
1: things to make. I love
0: that. With cream cheese? Yes.
3: Yeah, with cream cheese
1: frosting. Mm, I've never had that. sounds delicious.
3: I don't think it was was, too hard to make either because she had four... She had four kids and a dog and um lot going on. Your
0: mom had a job, too.
3: <laughs> and a job <laughs> and, an, and an invalid mother-in-law and mother and all that kind of thing. <laughs> and she'd make that at like, the drop of a hat. She would make uh, date nut bread. Wow. So it would not be too hard to make. But I know I do have <laughs> the recipe for that. Oh,
0: that sounds good, Terry.
1: It does.
3: And I'm bringing something a little different over to Penny's. Um Besides cranberry, cranberry bread, um, Harvard beets. Is anybody right. familiar with Harvard beets? I'm I personally forward, yeah. like them warm, but they're often served at room temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a diced beet, but they're in a sauce. That's um, it's
0: like a sweet and sour sauce kind yeah, of.
3: Yeah, mostly a sweet sauce. It's. Basically, uh, sugar and cornstarch and butter.
1: How can you go wrong
3: with sugar and butter? (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And actually, (laughs) the recipe that I have was from Harvard University's, the Harvard Club at Harvard University. I had uh, some friends who worked there many years ago. And uh, that's where it originally started. But I also have almost the same recipe from Epicurus, but um they 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 are good we've been well i did a practice run of them here uh last <laughs> week life. and we've we've been eating yes and we've been eating them all week <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: wow that sounds so good Oh, uh, they
0: they're really pretty too they look to make the table look very pretty
1: oh i bet yeah with the with all that
0: you how know, the bland turkey and the stuffing and everything is kind of brown. I think so. The beets will perk it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and is that served like in a in a dish or is it is it its own little? It, well,
3: I it depends on if if you make too much sauce like I did, I've been putting <laughs> it in little sauce dishes. But mm-hmm. um, you can just put it on the side of your on the side of the plate.
1: Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, Mm-mm-mm. that sounds so good. uh... I'm going to
0: make applesauce tomorrow, and I discovered—I don't know if you have an instant pot, but you can make applesauce in about 20 minutes. Truly, and it's so good. You just quarter the apples, throw them in the pot uh, with—I always add a cinnamon stick and the juice of a lemon and a cup Mm -hmm. of water. Bring it to pressure for six minutes. Let the pressure release naturally for ten minutes, and then then I run them through a food mill to get rid of the core and the the peeling. But yeah. it's really really good, and you don't. It's so sweet; you don't even have to add sugar. So, mm. so I'm making this because I know that the two year old who's coming likes likes my apples. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
1: Oh, that sounds
4: wonderful! You know, one of my favorite movies, all time movies, and I think that movie was so. Um, progressive and avant-garde for the time it was late eighties uh, was um, baby boom with Diane Keaton.
0: Oh, Diane! Keaton. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Diane Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
4: yeah! Um, but um, anyway, the um, the I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not I'm not for people who are not familiar with the movie. I'm not crazy. It's just like she was this. They called her the tiger lady <laughs> and she was a business woman, but uh, eventually she, she ends up with, with, with a baby, not, 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 not her own, <laughs> but she ends uh-huh. up adopting a baby and she has to move to Vermont and she buys this huge, you know, property where she, you know, it's full of apple trees. So she, she starts uh, apple making sauce. applesauce and and just putting it away, and then she starts selling it, and then she comes back into the business world as a as an entrepreneur. So it's a wonderful movie. <laughs> um, a but cool movie. anyway, <laughs> yeah. What I wanted to say, since we're apparently we're uh, going into sweets, I think that Terry will uh, will not be happy if I do not talk about sparklings right now, and <laughs> i and mean, I'm eager to talk about sparklings because. Obviously, you know, sparkling, what I love about sparkling wine is that it's, uh, it's so festive. Um, so even if you're not on Thanksgiving day or on Christmas Eve or Christmas day or new year's, obviously where new year's Eve where it's, it's, you know, it's a tradition. I think if you have a small get together with friends or family or friends and family, and, and you're just within the holiday season, um, whether it's you know whatever you celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, as long as you're within the holiday season and you bring up a bottle of sparkling, it it it, it just changes the, the the whole mood of the of the get together. You know, it makes it so festive. Um, so I've uh, discovered that there is a very very interesting uh, champagne. I mean, I'm sorry, sparkling wine uh even though it's french it's not from the champagne region so uh you know we cannot call it champagne but um and i'm going to send the, the list to to terry so she can put it out on the list um but uh, the actually the the origin is from um a place in france called le mou le mou was actually the pra- the place where champagne or sparkling wine was invented wow. um yeah it was it was actually it's it's a very interesting story because you know um a famous monk by the name of don perignon <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> actually visited lamu in the 1500s and said oh this is an interesting way of making wine so i'll take it back to my region which was you know champagne. he had this <laughs> yeah, wow. abbey in champagne and that's you know that's how champagne became champagne but um Obviously you don't want to break the bank, <laughs> especially during the holidays. So uh getting a champagne from you know, getting a champagne it can be costly. So if you get and I'll like I said I'll send this name to 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 Terry, um uh, this winery called Ferfaret or Ferfare from Lamour region in France, um believe it or not, under twenty dollars, under twenty bucks, and you get a very, very, very nice uh, sparkling wine from France, uh, not champagne, but sparkling wine, and and from the you know from the place where it was born, <laughs> uh, and and uh, it is so good with desserts, especially chocolate. Um, I really want to hear what Jason and Penny have to say about chocolate or what they're gonna share about chocolate because, uh, to me, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite <laughs> companies in the whole wide world.
0: Sparkling
4: uh-huh. wine. Chocolate based desserts. A long, time,
0: <laughs> a long time ago when I uh I used to make a uh a, a Buche de Noel for Christmas Eve, and that's filled with chocolate buttercream. And it's so I don't oh. make it anymore. It takes a long time to make it. And I've usually got too many other things going on. I can't I don't have time to concentrate on it. And it's not that good if you make it and freeze it. You know, it's it's got so much wonderful stuff. Penny,
4: if I was part <laughs> of your household, I would tell you to give me a list of everything else you have to do for three days <laughs> and I'll do it for you <laughs> as long as you may. <laughs> it is very
0: cool. And so you, uh, it's like a sponge cake, but you make it in a 13 by nine inch kind of uh, baking pan and then you fill it with the buttercream and roll it up. So it looks like a log and then <sighs> you, um, Frost the top with the buttercream too. And then you melt like just uh, regular like, um, chocolate, like mm. chocolate. You can even use chocolate chips. You melt it, you put it in the, you melt it and put it in the freezer. And then it breaks off in shards. And so that you put that on top of the <sighs> chocolate icing. So it looks like tree bark. Oh. And then I used to make, um, I used to make uh, mushrooms out of, um, uh, what's that almond thing? Um Masap- Oh, yeah, mascarpone. Mascarpone. Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, it, was, yeah.
0: it was very fun. My my kids used to love it when I did it. I just haven't done it for a long time. But that wow. would be delicious with, with your bubbling wine. That would be wonderful. Yes,
4: yes, very that would be wonderful. So. I mm. can only imagine. You know, just sitting, in, you know, a small, very intimate group next to a next to a fireplace.
2: Yeah, with, yeah. With a
4: tray of 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 that chocolate butter dessert. And a couple of bottles of the Fer Ferret from, from Le the Mou- Oh, perfect yes. evening.
0: Santa Claus oh, might uh. not even make it down the chimney, but it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds sound
3: like a wonderful Christmas Eve idea. You know, <laughs> Let or me tell, tell you, that if, you have that,
4: if you make that penny, I'll be... Just <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have our whole family <laughs> for Christmas this year. We're going to have 25 people. And there's wow. no way I'm making the bush day well. But
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. The other I, thing I, Penny used to make that was that I thought was wonderful was um the Yule log. Yeah,
0: it's the same thing. It's just exactly the this same thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's similar. very similar, yeah. Very
3: similar.
2: But it was nice it in that
3: in that it's so um appe- you know, it was the, the whole appearance of it uh was so holiday-ish
0: yeah it was fun (laughs) to do and and you could get the kids to make the mushrooms and the the little holly leaves and things (laughs) yeah it was fun oh
4: give me give make uh, have me do the mushrooms and see how many you'll have at the end (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: god what is your
4: what is your favorite what what do you do with chocolate
1: uh with chocolate the the funny thing is is that i i didn't grow up with a whole lot of chocolate other than chocolate fudge and so mm-hmm. i i've made a good old chocolate fudge and i would do it There's with There's nothing actually,
4: wrong with chocolate fudge. That is
0: delicious yeah. not yeah. at
1: all
4: but if not do it. if not tune in next uh, uh you know a week from sunday and you'll hear zeldas uh chocolate fudge Sold for six hundred and fifty dollars on the A T B auction.
3: And I think I it was six hundred and fifty because I bought it last year.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell Zelda, Zelda, I really want that punch, but I am not able to pay the,
1: <laughs> the
4: no, ACB I don't
3: remember what price. I paid, but it was a lot. I remember
1: that. <laughs> well, I remember But I it was remember. worth
3: it for every bite of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
4: I'm, I can imagine.
1: I was in a little bidding war one year for Kelly Gask's chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so that was that was fun because I I knew she was a baker and just you know a great cook in general and and I I got to try these so um, and she used Ghirardelli chocolate chocolate oh, yeah. instead of I need
0: that too yeah
1: they're the yeah best. and that. And that's what I do with my chocolate fudge too. I, I tend to use like gear deli or, or some like we have some local chocolatiers and so I'll get chocolate from them and make that in my fudge. And it, it tastes a little different from and it tastes like, so
0: much better. Don't buy fudge. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: Yes. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Days, another you mentioned chocolate fudge. Um, this this um past convention in Chomburg. Uh, we finally were able to go through with our partnership with Cooper's Hawk, where they really, you know, where they provided um, the wine for the tastings. Um, Mm. Which, by the way, Larry, I know you're here, but I did not hear your voice at at any of the wine tastings, so you owe me one. (laughs) 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 Um, There was this wine that became very popular, which was the, the wine that we finished up the tastings with uh which was um the cooper's hawk romance
0: um what a great name
4: (laughs) i know and you know what what's funny about it is uh, for me being a wine (laughs) kind of aficionado at the beginning i was not very 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 happy about it because Uh (laughs) it almost tasted like grapefruit i mean i'm sorry grape juice but Ooh, once wow. you got it once you took a couple of sips of it it was so good so <laughs> sweet so decadent
2: mm. um,
4: and it became one of the most popular wines of the convention uh and uh and uh it was um uh, it was so good with you know with to, to be paired with a dessert like chocolate i mean chocolate fudge with romance, would just go so beautiful. Oh, that, that sounds <laughs> Yeah, that sounds.
0: Yes. Really you know, I like the. Uh, I like the sparkling wine from Spain too. I like brut. Oh,
4: I can I can tell you about it. Uh, that 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 will be cava. Cava yes. is you know because obviously you know like you know like we said champagnes from Champagne, prosecco from Italy, cava from Spain. So, one of my favorite wineries is starting to, um, uh, two uh, very good uh, cava producing wineries from Spain are uh, already being imported into the US. Um, so, if you want uh, something on the more affordable but very, very good, and they have the whole um the whole uh range of um you know brute which is the uh-huh. one i like it's I very like that dry one too.
0: that's the one i like yes yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, people some people tend to like a little bit more of the demi sec which is the sweet or sweeter um so two of my favorite wineries from spain are actually starting to to become very popular here in the us one of them like i said on the more affordable side is campo viejo um very very good kava the old and farm the w-
0: oh, that's great <laughs>
4: yes yes it's the old that, that that exactly what it means the old farm and then the um a, a little bit more uh you know if you want to splurge a little bit or if there's like a fancy event or a very very um uh, nice party or a very nice gift that you want to impress someone um uh, would be recoretto uh, again i'm ah. going to send all these names to terry Recaredo is uh, it's, it's just gorgeous. It's so so crisp. That's the word. That's the best word that I can use to describe Recaredo. And Recaredo is is such a such a versatile cava that it can go well with cheese and and foie gras or oh, uh, oh my goodness, and, uh, but it can also go perfect with like a very rich dark chocolate dessert and anything <laughs> in between.
0: Oh, how nice.
4: Yes. We yeah. are
3: getting along here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to throw one at you. Um, and I'm thinking it's Christmas Eve, perhaps. Maybe more like New Year's Day. Who's got some good ideas for maybe some uh, I, as much as I love chocolate. Uh, maybe some Salty or some uh you know uh football snacks deviled eggs um
0: appetizer things. Oh, appet- yeah. <laughs> appetizer
3: you know just things to pick on while you're watching the game or um to pick on if you're uh, an early early enough right early enough eater for the tournament of roses parade something like that um We've got some good ideas on what to eat and drink for those for that for New Year's Day. Let's call it, let's call it. Mm.
0: Hmm. Well, let me think about it. Um, I'm a big seafood person. I, I'm I would be happy with just oh. steamed shrimp or, you know barbecue oh, yeah. shrimp for New Orleans or pickled mm. shrimp with Old Bay. Um, but there are people who don't like seafood, like Terry. Um, <laughs> um, sometimes you have I have to bury made, it uh, in something. <laughs> I make I make a sausage. I've made a sausage stuffed bread. That's that's a really good appetizer. Wow! We, we use like mm-hmm. Andouille or some kind of spicy sausage, and uh, make bread dough, and then kind of layer the sausage and peppers and onions, and then the little balls of bread dough, and bake it all together in one big loaf. That's really good, and it's not hard to make.
1: Hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, I last year I came across a nice recipe for spiced pecans, but those are like little, little things you can just throw on a throw in a little bowl or something and maybe eat. But they were not, you know they they were, um, oh, maybe a little bit sweet, but had that nice kind of Christmassy spice. Yeah, that's nice. Blend yeah. yeah, kind
0: of thing. Yeah, popcorn's good too. Uh, you know, last year uh, Gdy sold popcorn. We we're going to do it again around the Super Bowl, And, uh, and I don't know, it was really good. It was, we made a lot of, pretty much money from it. And that was, and they had all kinds of cool flavors. You know, they had like <laughs> a really spicy one and they had a salt and pepper one and a cheese one and a, uh, like a jalapeno <laughs> yes. one. Like that's pretty cool too.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, one thing we do a lot in, um, at least, <laughs> at least my mom does in Honduras, is um whenever there's leftover pork or whether it's uh perennial pork shoulder uh, pork tenderloin whatever um if it, there's leftover pork you know typically when you bake um, anything pork you bake uh, you you also uh you also make the uh like you know some sort of gravy from uh-huh. from mm-hmm. from the pork so uh, what we do is um Probably it's a little bit more complicated than just <laughs> than just <laughs> something, but it's still finger food uh, because uh, what we do is um, just chop up some onions and chop up the leftover pork. Um, put you know sauté everything on a skillet. Uh, drizzle it with some of the leftover gravy. Warm up some corn tortillas, and you make you know you fold them and make like mini uh, taquitos.
0: Ooh. Ooh. That does sound good.
4: <laughs> Very your, good. did
0: your family make tamales, Gabriel?
4: Yes, yes, oh, from I like scratch. Them. Love those. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> from scratch.
0: Do you know how to do it?
4: No, 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 no. That's too much. That's that, that's. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I'll have Anthony tell you about the first time he he went to Honduras and and um. So so you you are awakened at 5am and I'm not kidding by the smell because uh, my mom starts by um you know it's pork riblet so right. um she starts by boiling all those pork riblets in a huge pot with oh a lot God. of spices don't ask me what goes in I just know that there's a lot of like leeks and tomatoes and other cumin and other types of spices yeah. Yum. then once that's that's the aroma that wakes you up at 5 a.m the oh, <laughs>
2: and
4: then the 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 leftover water from the from the boiling of the rib that is what she uses to do the you know I mix with a the cornmeal oh, yes the masa you. and wow. then yeah. obviously you have the stations with potatoes rice uh, uh olives etc and then you know the, you're just Wrapping them in the banana leaf and then putting them aside, and then you have to uh, after they're all wrapped in the banana leaf, um, you have to put them in another big pot with water and boil them and steam so, for a long time. Oh my
0: gosh! That Are you is time for Christmas.
4: That's the plan, but we're 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 uh, with my yeah. new job. There's different schedules, so we're yeah. we're still. Yeah. We're still, and plus, posh, we need to figure out what's the That's best thing That's true.
0: For
2: yeah, yeah, that would make sense.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, Trader, well, kids, let's, um, let's, the um, are pretty good. <laughs> they're not as good as your moms, but they're not too bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> true enough. Let's give the rest of the people here this evening an opportunity to ask any questions or to, uh, put in your thoughts on an, a recipe uh, it, or an idea. And so if you want to raise your hands, you're more than welcome to. And um, I see there are some, but my glasses don't want to work tonight. So, <laughs> Jesse, can you tell us who's. who's <laughs> yes, doing? I can. Nikki.
0: Hi, Nikki. Hi. I, I'll tell you what you don't want. My sister in law was Swedish and she used to make this horrible thing with lye, and we had to at least taste it. But I never had the haggis that they give you in Ireland, even though I'm part Irish. But I'm glad I didn't because those two things are the most horrible holiday dishes you could ever want. Is so stay away from them. Nikki, Pardon? is that what Limpia is? L-I-M-P-A. Oh, no, no. Lumpia, Lumpia are like um, uh, Filipino egg rolls. And they're wonderful. Oh. They're wonderful.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, This what is LYE,
0: L-Y-E. That poisonous stuff.
3: They cook it
4: in such a way that it won't kill you, but it tastes terrible.
3: <laughs> Thank
4: well, you. This has been delightful.
3: I've never run into that one. <laughs> Thank goodness. You're very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to many an Irishman's uh, party, but I've never run into that one. Oh, that's a haggis. I think
0: I, I, I think haggis. haggis or something like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scottish. I think that's more Scottish than. Alice maybe <laughs> has her, her hand Oh, yeah, like um, instead <laughs> of the haggis. Yeah, you got to have some of Bobby Burns scotch to drink to eat that haggis.
3: So <laughs> <laughs> oh, indeed.
0: Do we have any other Alice? Hands? Alice has her hand up.
3: Hi, Alice. How are you this evening?
0: Thank you, and good evening, and happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Um, I have a question. I've lived in Wisconsin since 91, and Wisconsin is the greatest producer of cranberries. And I know Massachusetts is in there somewhere, but Wisconsin has that title. And so I wonder if any of you have ever tasted cranberry wine which I really like. <laughs> uh, Carrie, how about you? You love Yes, cranberry. actually
3: I have. Um I, and I have. did like it. I did like it. Uh I won't say that it was my most favorite thing but I tend to I tend to be a Pinot Grigio person.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alice, I I I and this is Gabriel. The um it's you know I know that Wisconsin has been producing cranberry wine for quite a while, <laughs> and it's funny because nowadays, uh, uh, you know, basically wine is 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 the fermented juice of any any fruit. So you can have peach, you can have blueberry, cranberry. So now you know uh, things become trendy whenever they become trendy. <laughs> so. um Cranberry wine and blueberry wine are top on the list as far as uh, good holiday wines. Um, Now, I have to warn people, they're very sweet. So if you do not like sweet wines, you may want to not try them. Uh, But on the other hand, um, sometimes you can serve a dessert wine in lieu of dessert. and, Uh and, And that will be, you know, just... Just just something that you could do if you do not like uh, sweet wines. And that's what I do sometimes when people tell me I do love dessert, but um but if someone offers me the you know the 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 option, I will I will never turn down a good um dessert wine. So so yeah. Um I I, I do appreciate um especially cranberry and blueberry wines. They're 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 really up and coming.
0: And what color are they? Are they white? Are they are they light or dark? No,
4: they're actually the color of the fruit itself.
0: Really? Wow.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: Very
3: interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you. Well, you, can, you. you
4: can actually send us some some good Wisconsin cranberry wine, and I wouldn't be offended if you send us some good mozzarella cheese. <laughs>
3: ah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do we have any other hands raised, Desi?
0: We have no.
3: I don't um, think we nope, do. No more
0: hands, nope. and, hands. and um, you just have a few minutes left, so perfect.
3: All right. Well, uh, number one, <laughs> I want to thank Gabriel for off- for agreeing. I can't say offering. I conned him into it. I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, you yeah, no, know into it. Okay. To put this together, if you would like this listing and you're not on my regular visibilities email list, send me an email at visibilities, V I S A B I L I T I E S five zero at gmail.com. And I'll add you to that uh, list and send you out the. Uh, the list of wines that he's come up with. And if Jason has anything he wants to add for a recipe, that would be fabulous. And the same with Penny. And with that, um, I want to wish all of you a very, very happy, fulfilling Thanksgiving. I think that it's a time when we all get to give thanks to not only to our higher power, whoever that may be, but also to one another, and we need to be mm-hmm. kind to one another, and it's something that we, seems to be at a minimum these days, but I think it's something that Thanksgiving is a time for us to remember that, and, yeah. Thank and you. I want to wish you all a very, very, very happy Thanksgiving, and wonderful season ahead and thank you to penny and to jason and to gabriel and to desi and to larry and to each and every one of you for being with us whether you're here on the zoom link or listening to us on media one or listening uh, in, in a few days to the podcast thank you all and happy thanksgiving